Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Joe Biden was sworn in as President of the United States, offering a message of unity and restoration to a deeply divided country, reeling from a battered economy and a raging coronavirus pandemic that has so far killed more than 400,000 Americans. Meanwhile, President Trump arrived in Florida after departing Washington, D.C. Hours before Joe Biden's inauguration, the president did not attend. First president never to do that. However, according to Joe Biden, Donald Trump did leave behind a very gracious letter in the Oval Office that he picked up. He said that's... uh, He's not going to give out the details unless uh, President Trump gives him the okay. But he did say he left a very gracious, gracious letter, which uh, was a class gesture to make. What's it like, though, to be president of the United States and then you leave office? What do you do with your lifestyle? I thought we'd check in with Howard Bloom, the author of The Global Brain. And, Howard, it's got to be pretty difficult to, to adjust after that, don't you think? It's really difficult. Now, you and I might feel dejected and empty, but the question is, what does Donald Trump feel? And Lawrence of Arabia, T.E. Lawrence, was the best articulator of what Donald Trump may be feeling after leaving Washington this morning. Lawrence was a hero in the Middle East during World War I. His ability to leap eight feet onto the back of a camel earned him the awe of the Arabs. So did his ability to distribute vast amounts of gold to tribal chiefs and to lead those tribal chiefs to victory in battle. But when World War I was over, Lawrence went back to England. He continued to be a celebrity courted by the superstars of his day, but he said about being removed from his equivalent of the White House, about being removed from his Middle Eastern battleground, quote, you wonder what I am doing. Well, so do I, in truth. Days seem to dawn, suns to shine, evenings to follow, and then I sleep. What I have done, what I am doing, what I am going to do, puzzle me and bewilder me. Have you ever been a leaf and fallen from your tree in autumn and been really puzzled about it? That's the feeling. Not long after this, Lawrence died in a motorcycle accident. So like Lawrence of Arabia, Donald Trump has not yet formulated a plan for what he will do next. In his farewell address, all he could say was, we will be back in some form. There are biological basics behind what Lawrence was talking about and what Trump may be feeling. We humans desperately need three things social connection a sense of purpose and attention without those three things we go into depression our thinking gets sluggish and our immune system and our ability to fight off illness nosedive attention is the oxygen of the human soul and with it we flourish without it we wither away donald trump has been fighting for media attention since nineteen seventy three when he first appeared in a headline on the front page of the new york times for the forty eight years since then Mr. Trump has been making headlines as a president in possession of a Twitter account. He was able to make headlines three times a day all over the world. Without Twitter and the Oval Office, Donald Trump's avenues to attention are severely diminished. But Donald Trump does have paths to a new sense of purpose and paths to social connection. Some of those paths are good. Some of them are not. Donald Trump's base of followers is still strong. According to Rasmussen, Republicans who identify as traditional Republicans are 56%, but Republicans who identify as Trump Republicans are 36%, and 36% is roughly 12.5 million people, which is a lot. What's more, according to the Washington Post poll, over 70% of Republican voters 
believe that Joe Biden's win was fraudulent. The idea is false, but over 70% believe in what Donald Trump calls the steal. What's more, there's a contingent of followers in both the evangelical movement and in the QAnon movement who believe Donald Trump has been sent by God to save America. Some even believe that he will usher in the storm that will lead to the paradise they call the Great Awakening. Trump lost many of his QAnon supporters earlier today when Joe Biden was inaugurated and when Trump failed to produce a miracle that would keep him in power. But among those remaining, some say that we are at war and want to fight with bullets. And Trump promised, promised yesterday, quote, that the movement we started is only just beginning. So Donald Trump will not be alone for very long. But some of those who may give him a reason for living are armed and dangerous. And let us hope he rejects them. Howard, the fact that he left a letter for Joe Biden, touch a class? What do you think? It's, it's not only class. My friend, uh, the former governor of New York State, David Patterson, says that when he was going through difficulties, Donald Trump would call him and give him moral support. So there is an element of class or kindness in Donald Trump. Well, that's a great way to do it. Thanks. Howard Bloom. Wall Street went crazy today, just out of uh, the sight. Now, you can't blame Joe Biden for that, but... Uh, you know what? What no, what's what's the economy going to face? There's Miss Shedlock, our registered investment advisor. Miss, what's going on? A lot of things here. Uh, Wall Street is reacting to uh, the fiscal stimulus that it thinks is going to come under the Biden administration. And uh, certainly Biden got off to a start here. He undid 15 things that Trump did. And, of course, Trump undid Oh, about 15 things that Obama did, and you start wondering if everybody's just going to keep undoing by executive order. Maybe we shouldn't have so many executive orders in the first place. But um, back to uh, legislation, Biden's pushing for $2 trillion. He's got Janet Yellen, that's the f uh, former uh, Fed chair, is now going to be Secretary of uh, Treasury, coming out in, in praise of more free stuff. And she says that the borrowing is affordable because rates are low. But uh, rates are low. We've got $27 trillion in national debt, so we can't really hike. So, But it's affordable, so we keep the rates low. Meanwhile, I, you know, I went through the plan, and the problem that I have with it is I don't think it's targeted enough. Uh, we should not reward, just give money to people you know, for nothing, that are employed and haven't lost a dime. And we should not reward unemployment in a way that doesn't encourage people to go out and get jobs. So uh, we've gone from one extreme here, nothing, and, uh, you know, in the months from September to the end of the year, to going overboard the other way. I, George, does, why does it always have to be one extreme or another. Meanwhile, um, I guess I can say, and I believe you would say too, uh, we all wish Biden success here, and I'm certainly rooting for a big success on the vaccine front. Uh, perhaps he makes it his first big difference right there. Uh, we all hope that everything works out, Mish. Uh, that's the important thing. Mish Sedlock, our registered investment advisor. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.